This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. American soccer fans, welcome to episode 45 of the Stars and Stripes SC podcast. Donald Wine here, co-manager of Stars and Stripes SC, your source for all things U.S. national teams, the players that comprise them, and everything else surrounding the game of soccer in America. This week, we are going to discuss the men's national team roster. Head coach Greg Berhalter named a 26-man roster for friendlies next week against Jamaica and Northern Ireland. The Jamaica match will take place in Wiener Neustadt, Austria, while the match against the Northern Irish will be in Belfast. So let's go through the roster, and then we can break it down. Because while this roster seems pretty strong, there are some players that are not on this roster for various reasons. We start with the goalkeepers. We have Ethan Horvath, Chituru Dunze, and Zach Steffen. Defenders, John Brooks, Reggie Cannon, Serginho Dest, Aaron Long, Matt Miazga, Eric Palmer-Brown... Tim Ream, Brian Reynolds, Chris Richards, and Anthony Robinson. Midfielders, Brendan Aronson, Kellen Acosta, Tyler Adams, Luca De La Torre, Sebastian Legette, Yunus Musa, and Owen Odesoe. And then finally, your forwards. Daryl DK, Nico Joachini, Christian Pulisic, Gio Reyna, Josh Sargent, and Tim Weah. So there's your 26 guys. First, I want to discuss a few of the players that are on this roster. John Brooks, Reggie Cannon, Chris Richards, Tyler Adams, Gio Reyna, Josh Sargent, and Tim Weah. All of those players are departing after the Jamaica match on March 25th and will not travel with the team to Belfast. German and Portugal-based players cannot go to the UK right now because of quarantines they will be subject to when they return to their clubs. Tim Weah seems to be requested back at Lille after the first match to make sure he's ready for their home stretch in competing for the League Un title. So, Burhalter is set on competing against Northern Ireland with just 19 players. He mentioned in his press conference this week that any of the players that he would want to call in for that Northern Ireland match run into the same COVID restrictions as the others. The United States also has some issues with some of the states for people traveling back from the UK. So expect those players, Brooks, Cannon, Richards, Adams, Reyna, Sargent, and Weah, to start against Jamaica and log considerable minutes. There were some players that were specifically mentioned by Greg Berhalter as not being on this roster because of the COVID restrictions that many places in Europe and also the United States have on travel from the UK. 
Berhalter said that these restrictions have really hampered him in selecting a roster for these matches, particularly the Northern Ireland match. Matthew Hoppy, DeAndre Edlin, he mentioned that they couldn't play in the UK without being subject to a lengthy quarantine. And because they wouldn't really see the field with the full squad in Austria, they were left at home. Julian Green, another guy he mentioned, he just returned from COVID. He hasn't practiced or played in a few weeks. I know he was eligible uh, to play this week, but he wasn't an option because of the fact that he has just not been playing. Paul Ariola is hurt. Jordan Morris is, of course, out for what appears to be the rest of 2021. And we have some options that aren't available because they're playing with the U23s at the Olympic qualifying tournament. Sebastian Soto, Jackson Ewell, Sam Vines, probably the three big guys there that we could have had in this camp, but are obviously playing with the U23. So COVID is really wrecking some opportunities on this team and really hampered Greg Berhalter in his decision-making process. Weston McKinney, he is also not on this roster, but it is not due to COVID restrictions. He's been playing through injury at Juventus for a long while now, and his omission from this roster is simply to give him a rest so he can heal. Juve is going to need him down the stretch, and the men's national team will obviously need him at 100% for the summer with the Nations League finals and the Gold Cup if he's called into one or both. So we have 26 players. They will report to training camp in Austria on Sunday, and the men's national team will take on Jamaica next Thursday, March 25th. From there, we say bye to the seven players, and 19 will travel to Belfast to take on Northern Ireland on the 28th. So stay tuned to Stars and Stripes FC for coverage around those matches. We'll pause for a minute. On the other side, we have some dual nationals to talk about. Two that have committed to the men's national team and one that's keeping his options open. Stay tuned. back on the Stars and Stripes FC podcast and we're talking dual nationals now. We received some commitments to the program over the past week. Yunus Musa and Jordan Sabachu both declared that they have committed to being a U.S. men's national team player going forward and both are big gets for the U.S. and Greg Berhalter. The biggest commitment by far is Yunus Musa. He was a former English youth team captain and he was also eligible to play for Ghana and Italy but he commits to the USA because he said he wanted to represent the place that he was born. He was born in New York City. And he talked a lot about how the players, the coaches, and also the fans made him feel welcome and made him feel a part of the program. He's a dynamic midfielder, only 18 years old, and he could factor into the core of the team for the next decade. I know we are all super excited about Musa. You can't spell Musa without USA, and now it's official. The man is a part of the program. Jordan Sabachu, who also committed to the men's national team last week, he was eligible to play for France in Cameroon. However, he was born right where I live in Washington, D.C., and he opted to be a part of the American player pool. It sounds like from his announcement that he made this commitment a while ago, but he wanted to focus on his club career and increasing his fitness to be able to kind of handle the workload of being an international player. He wasn't called up to the team for this window, but Having him in the player pool will only booster the striker core, which has been gaining more depth lately. A lot of great depth. So it's a welcome sight to have him on the men's national team and to have him available for selection. One player who has not yet decided his future 
is Efren Alvarez. He's eligible to represent both the U.S. and Mexico. Recently, you may recall, he turned down call-ups to both the Mexican and United States U23 squads for Olympic qualifying because he indicated he was not ready to make a commitment to either squad. However, he did accept the call-up to the Mexico senior national team. And Greg Berhalter said in his press conference that he encouraged this. He encouraged Alvarez to take the call-up. Now, you're probably sitting there saying, what are you doing? But the reason behind that is that he wanted Alvarez to make an informed decision. And he can't do that until he knows the environment and the atmosphere of both programs. And he gets to weigh both options equally. He got the U.S. men's national team experience back in December. He was in camp with the team for the El Salvador match. Of course, he couldn't play because as of right now, he is provisionally cap tied to Mexico. Burhalter said that to be informed to make the decision he needs to make is only right for him to get exposure to the Mexico camp to see where he feels most comfortable. And that's good to have. It's great that our coach is encouraging these players to take their time and gather all the information they need to make their decisions with regard to their international careers. In the case of Alvarez, we also want to encourage these players that they have a future in the men's national team program and to make sure that we're showing them that we want them to. Players and fans making them feel comfortable and want it is important. And that representation matters. We want to have all dual nationals want to be a part of this environment and not feel like they aren't wanted. So we wish Efren Alvarez well with what is an important and difficult decision for him. And hopefully, after he considers all sides, he's making the choice to rock with the red, white, and blue going forward. That will do it for episode 45 of the Stars and Stripes FC podcast. A short one this week, but don't forget, please make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review. It helps us out, and we appreciate it very much. If you have questions, the place to go, ssfcpodcast at gmail.com. We will be back next week to hopefully recap the group stage of Olympic qualifying and preview the semifinals, the big match that hopefully the United States will be in. We also will talk about the first match for the men's national team. So until then, have a great weekend and take care.